The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey girl, welcome back to We Got This Girl Podcast. (laughs) Y'all, if I did an interlude like that, that would be so dope. I just thought about that. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to We Got This Girl Podcast. This is episode three of 2022, and I'm so excited. We have a couple more episodes to go um, for the summer. And so I'm just looking forward to it because the whole theme is going to be having an intimate relationship with the one, the only Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit himself, God, the father, the highest of high priests. Oh, so a couple of months ago, the Lord asked me, uh, or not really asked me, but the Holy Spirit was like, I want you to hide this scripture in your heart. Psalm 23. And so um, two things, I had heard the saying, hide this in your heart several times. I told y'all before I grew up in church. Okay, I was a pew baby. And um, so I had heard preachers say, you have to uh, hide uh, the scriptures uh, in your heart. I had I had heard that. Mm-hmm. I had heard that. But I didn't really know that that meant memorize and pray by faith. And so one morning I'm getting ready, literally a couple months ago, I'm getting ready for work. And, um, I was like, Holy Spirit, like, what do you, where do, what do you want me to look at today? What do you want me to meditate on today? And Psalm 23 came up and he took me to Psalm 23. And so it just it, like a thought in my head, hide the scripture in your heart. And so as I'm learning the Holy Spirit's voice more, I I understand that it's not like it's a man's voice. It's like a thought that just drops out of nowhere. And it's very gentle and sometimes a little bit more, you know, firm. But it's usually something that I would have never thought of. And so he tells me very clearly to hide this scripture in my heart. And so I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? And so he goes into and explains it, memorize and pray this scripture. And so I'm like, okay, how am I going? And so I just start repeating the scripture over and over and over and over and over again, eventually until I'm like, I'm going to learn the scripture. 
So I think it took me about two weeks to really learn the scripture. And so the power in that was that when I started praying and when those storms started coming and people were trying to attack me and witches were on me, and I'm not kidding, like actual people were uh, trying to speak ill on me, I, I started praying this prayer. And I would speak it in faith, like the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I learned the NIV. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. You know, things were coming up short or I was feeling like I didn't have it. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He leads me beside quiet waters. I have the peace of God. You know, he makes me lie down in green. I have the peace of God. Even though I go through the darkest of valleys, I will fear no evil. I have no reason to fear. When I pray and pray against things and demand them to be removed from my life, I have no reason to fear. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Okay. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. And my favorite, favorite, favorite part. Surely goodness and love. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. As I started praying these, started praying this prayer, I realized why the Holy Spirit wanted me to memorize it and to pray it. Because the more I memorized it, the more I could pray it. I could pray it with faith. Like, God, you said these words. These are, this is true. And I saw him in my life and I saw his glory. But that is an example of what takes me back to what we're talking about today. And I believe that the Holy Spirit has a message for all of us to encourage us, to tell us for the first time, or to have revelation on that we have access to him. We have access to God. And that as women, we are worthy enough, you know, through salvation knowledge and through salvation that we can come to God and have an intimate relationship with him and that we don't have to go through anybody else to do so. Okay. Except Jesus. But of course we know that. So, When I was praising God, literally, for the school year ended, and um, I will go into that entire testimony, but God uh, has been, people have been speaking over my life that I have the gift of teaching, and I've been rolling my eyes um, ever since, because I was like, I'm not a teacher, and I'm not going to be a teacher. Teachers don't make no money. Teachers are tired. Um, I'm come from a family of educators. I know exactly what that lifestyle is like, and y'all are not about to convince me that it is any better. But in my disobedience, I was like, oh, no, girl, I'm going to be in healthcare, And y'all not going to be able to tell me otherwise. And um, so I go into healthcare, and then that, you know, was the right place, but it wasn't my set place. And so, um, yeah, and so God brings me to this spacious, spacious place for me which was a full-time social studies teacher in one of the hardest schools in my district with one of the most outrageous classes that I've ever experienced. But sure enough, through all of it, through every hard day, I mean, and I had some really hard days and I was battling against some real tough, tall giants. 
But God, oh my gosh, there was a favor and grace and strength and peace over my life. And through my through a relationship and community, like a a commune, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to think of, but through a true relationship with God, like I saw his glory through everything. I saw his glory through everything. And so today we're going to look at a scripture, Romans 5, um, because this scripture is so special. And I think that, um, I think that there, there, there's a very specific group that the Holy Spirit wants to talk to today, wherever you are. Okay. There's a very specific group and that group of women, they, um, we think that, uh, for two reasons, we don't want to grow in intimacy with God. One, we've tried it before. Okay. The first woman, we've tried it before. And we've grown closer to God before for a period of time. But he started asking us to do things that we didn't want to do. And uh, long story short, short story long, as one of my favorite TikTokers says, um, we so we didn't we didn't want to do what he asked us to do. Maybe he asked us for forgive our parent. Maybe he asked us to uh, pray for this person, or maybe he asked for us to stop doing this because, you know, it wasn't it wasn't producing fruit. And so we pull away because we're not ready or we just don't want to. And so the moral of that person is that they haven't surrendered yet. And when we say surrender, I think we throw it up in religion a lot. Like, oh, you have to surrender to God. And thank thank the Lord that I had friends over me praying for surrender over my heart because I don't think I would have gotten to this place on the prayers of myself because I wasn't praying for me to be surrendered because I didn't want to be surrendered. I wanted to kind of do what I want to do and do what God wants me to do. But like disguise it as me doing that's not going to work with the Lord. And I just thank God that Tom didn't run out on me doing that mess because I was really trying to control God's hand. And how dare I think that I can control God's hand. So. Um, so that's woman number one. She's out there. I was her. I have to pray to not be her. Um, and so if you're her, it's okay because this is a safe place. And we ultimately, we question, we go through all these crazy things. We act a donkey, but we come to the word of God with help of the Holy Spirit to know we have everything we need in order to live and have an intimate relationship with Jesus, to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, to have an intimate relationship with God, our Father. And so woman number two, woman number two, woman number two doesn't think she's worthy enough to have a relation an intimate relationship with God. So what she does is she um <laughs> she tries to have she warms off other women's fire. And so other women that she deems as righteous, she kind of holds them up like the they're these little gods because it's like, oh my gosh, they're able to communicate with God so well and they're so spiritual and they're so righteous. But I could never be that righteous because I keep sinning and I, I haven't let go of my old life and I don't think I'm worthy. And even when I do ask for forgiveness and repent, I don't believe that I've actually been forgiven and I don't think that I'm worthy enough because I'm damaged goods because this, this and this. 
this and this and this happened when I was little. And then I started doing this, this and this and this and this. By the way, I'm telling my own life story. And I started doing this, this and this, this and this and this when I turned 18 and started having sex and started doing this and this and this and this and drinking and smoking weed and doing and all this stuff. And yeah. And so that woman gets close to other women who are close to God. She surrounds herself with people who are close to God and she surrounds herself with doing stuff that is right. That is righteous light. Okay. Y'all remember crystal light. (laughs) Crystal light was trying to be juice. It was trying to be Kool-Aid, but it wasn't Kool-Aid. Like it was, it was, it was good, but it wasn't Kool-Aid. My dad used to make Kool-Aid in this old picture. My dad listens to this podcast, by the way. So if he's listening, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But we had this picture with this blue top over it and my dad would make Kool-Aid. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't know what Kool-Aid is, it is a powdered sugar. It's just sugar. It's sugar and food coloring and you add it to water. But the trick is, if you don't put a lot of water, <laughs> you have this thick syrup that you can put ice and pretend like it's a juice. But anyway, my dad used to make this Kool-Aid. And so I say all that to say, cause it came up as a memory, but I say all that to say crystal light was not Kool-Aid. And so woman number two, we try to be righteous light and we try to, um, we are surrounding ourselves and doing things that are righteous light, like singing on the worship team on Sunday, teaching kingdom kids or children's church, um, baptizing women and studying the Bible with them, you know, because that's what the great commission tell us to do. But you hadn't talked to Jesus. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> you haven't talked to Jesus. You don't know who he is. And so there's two types of women. And those two types of women, or you can have both qualities like I did. And those two types of women, we may pray, pray, we may pray prayers like, God, I want to see your glory. I want to see your righteous. But we can't see that if we don't talk to him and get to know him. And so I want to read the scripture too, um, because through the word of God, we find out the truth. Through the word of God, we find the truth. And the truth is that we have access to God for ourselves. Um, And the only person we have to go through is Jesus. And so when we come into that salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ and we accept him as our Lord and Savior and um, (laughs) and we believe that he is the son of God. We have access Through faith of a special grace that we can go to the highest of highest of highest of kings, the highest of highest of highest of priests, the ones, the one who created everything. We can go to him and we can sit on our floor in our closet or be in our car and just say, Lord, I'm pissed. Lord, my heart hurts. Lord, I'm discouraged. When am I going to get married? Lord, I hate the fact that I keep telling these white lies to people when they ask me how I feel about something. Lord, I don't like that I'm sad. Lord, I, I'm depressed and I can't get out of bed and I don't know why, but I don't want this to be on me anymore. Lord, I keep thinking about that night. Lord, sometimes I want to go back to my old life. 
We don't know how to do that because we're either afraid or we feel like it's good enough to get close to somebody who does that themselves. And we're like, okay, we're going to warm off their fire. But the Holy Spirit wants us to turn around and look at God for ourselves. Yes, he is a consuming fire. Yes, yes. But the thing about God, and I've been reading in different parts of the Old Testament, and I really think that like that's where God is taking me. And we're going to get to Romans 5, I promise. But I've been reading in the Old Testament, and one thing I've been seeing is that God, God, the God that was, he's the same God now, but Old Testament God and New Testament God, I'd be like, ooh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus served as the atonement for the wrath that, because, <laughs> my gosh, help me, Father, to explain this. God doesn't like foolishness. He doesn't like foolishness. When we look at Isaiah, he does not look, he doesn't like foolishness. When we look at Hosea, he does not like foolishness. When we look at, (laughs) we go through the Old Testament and we see that God doesn't like people who are jumping back and forth, hot and cold, 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 hot and cold. The thing about it is when Jesus came to atone our sins and bought back our lives, God saw us with this grace. And it's not to say that we can go out here and do what we want, but it's to say that, yes, he is the holiest of holiest. And there have been people in history who couldn't even look at him. He, it was just too much for them. He was a f- just smoke filled the, filled the sky, his robe just the 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 train of his robe filled the temple. He he was just so much. Our little pea brain, we couldn't even fathom him. He was just that. He's holy. But for someone so holy, oh, I have chills. For someone so holy, so holy, for me to get on my floor in my mama clo- in my mama house in my closet or to get in my car or to get on the floor at my apartment and say Jesus I'm pissed Lord help me I want to forgive this person but my heart just like I can't Lord, I don't want to go to work today. I don't feel like being cussed out. I don't want to. Lord, I'm for him to humble himself so that we may have a relationship with him. And some of us are being fooled by the enemy to think that we are not worthy enough when it has nothing to do with our worth. It has nothing to do with us and everything to do with Jesus. God cared so much. He wanted to humble himself still while being holy, but humbled himself to be a man and to come to earth and walk earth and say, I'm going to do this so that Patrice can sit on her floor and she can cry to us and we'll hear her. And I won't, and she can ask for forgiveness and repent with a sincere heart and literally turn, excuse me, turn it all around. 
Only the Holy Spirit can make us understand that. Because I promise you, for the past six years, I've been trying to understand it. But only the Holy Spirit can make us understand it. So my prayer is that the Holy Spirit soften our hearts and open our hearts to receive your message. That we have access to you. And we're worthy to have a relationship and an intimacy with you. Okay, Romans 5, verse one, verses 1 through 5. I'm reading from the NIV. But Romans 5, and it said, it says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have peace. Let's go back over that. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. I want to read that again. Because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. I want to read six too. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, God died, or excuse me, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. To woman number one. Who is afraid to get close to God because you feel like he's going to ask you to do something. He's going to ask you to give up a lot of stuff. And he is. I can't sugarcoat it. He is. He is going to ask us. But this is the thing. The grace that God gives us is also the grace that he gives us to release that stuff and let it go and know that we don't have to have that to feel happy. The trauma that you've been through as a woman, we're trying to replace it with these things that make us feel good, period, point blank. And I'm not just talking about sex because Every time people want to talk about sex. No, I'm talking about binge watching Netflix or eating or anything or drinking or smoking or gossiping or whatever makes you feel good. We get real close. We start to walk toward God, really, because he's not gone anywhere. But we start to turn around and see God instead of having our back to him. And then he says, okay, I love you. And since I love you, I'm going to let you know that this is hindering you. This is this is ha- having you bound. Release it. Let it go. And, and we like, no, God, no, 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 no. To, to that woman, God's grace is going to take prayer. 
and convincing that it's enough. And even in my life right now, I'm like, Patrice, there are certain things I I just need prayer on for God to help me to release some things of like, you don't have to be in love with food. Like that was a childhood like response for you to, oh my goodness, we're going deep. That was a childhood response. Like you don't need that. Like God is enough. Like you go to God and you tell him, God, I'm not, this has made me sad. I'm disappointed or God, I'm happy. And I want to celebrate. You don't need to bring food into that part. Like it's okay to break up with that relationship. And so into the second woman, when we basically just don't want to surrender, we we don't, we, or excuse me, to the second woman who, you know, we're like, okay, um, God, uh, I can surround myself with people who are, who know you and people who are like you and people who are seeking you and I can just warm off their fire and get warm, um, mm. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that sufferings produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. And so to that woman. There's a grace and an access. And that grace and access that God has given us gives us the right to sit with God, to stand before God, to have God walk with us, to be in his arms, to cry to him, to laugh with him, for, for you to see his glory, for you to have hope. Oh, I'm running out of time. So... Basically, turn around, turn around, find a scripture and hide it in your heart and start praying it. And that is the turning around, because when you start believing that God is actually listening to you and you're actually not alone, like he actually is with you and he sits with you. Whatever scripture you decide to pray about it, Lord, what do you want me to hide in my heart? What is it that I need to know? Psalm 23 is a good one to start because to me, it encompasses everything. It 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 establishes the peace that God gives to us. It establishes his protection. It establishes that he's my favorite. Ooh, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will feel no evil for you are with me. It establishes his presence. It establishes you anoint my head with oil. It establishes his holy, fresh anointing, the Holy Spirit that he cov- that he leaves with us, that he left with us, whom he left with us. It establishes that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and that we can never be away. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. That's a perfect one to start off with. But ask the Holy Spirit, show me, Lord what you want me to hide in my heart and pray with faith and turn around to see him because I promise you he is so beautiful and he is so lovely and his love is so unique for you whatever your name is his love is unique to you 
I see people talk about God and there's one person I'm thinking in my head, Tiffany Montgomery. And she talks about how God deals with her and it's very like aggressive and like the way I see it. <laughs> and so, um, but she's very like forward and strong. Okay. God doesn't deal with me like that. He's very gentle with me. He's very gentle. And when he wants me to know something, he going to tell me. But he's very gentle with me and I appreciate he handles me very lightly. And so God, our relationship with God is unique to how he designed us. That's how special and amazing he is. He is so beautiful. So, girl, turn around because we got this. Oh, that's it. I love you all so much. We're going to pray it out and then I'm going to see you on the next episode. So hallelujah, Lord, we thank you so much for just your word. God, I thank you that we can we can read and pray your word and know that it has meaning and power and authority in it. Lord, I thank you for your beauty. I thank you, Jesus, for the the access that you have given us through your sacrifice, that we are able to have access to the holy throne. We are able to have a relationship with God and we don't have to go through anybody but you, Lord God, that when we come into the salvation knowledge of who you are, Jesus, the son of God who came and humbled himself on earth as God himself. That we are able to have a relationship with you, Lord. Because of that, we don't have to go through other people. We don't have to warm off other women's fire. Lord, that when we get close to you, yes, you may ask us to release things or let go of things for our own good. But we know that through the hard struggles of doing that, Lord, we create, there is a perseverance that is being sown in us. There is a fight and a character building that you are making in us, God, and it's so worth it. Lord, I pray for every woman or man that is listening to this podcast right now. Lord, I pray a special blessing and covering over them. I pray your fresh anointing be upon them, Lord God, that they move in a way that is holy, Lord God, and righteous, not because what we've done, God, but because the way we're able to surrender our hearts to you and rely on you, Father, to make us whole and to sanctify us, to make us righteous. Lord, we thank you so much. Lord, we thank you so much for who you are to us. You are our father, our friend, our confidant, the lover of our souls. And Lord, I pray that our hearts always be open and fixed and soft toward you. Lord, I pray that as we go closer to you, that you reveal more and more and more of your glory because how beautiful it is and it changes our lives We love you so much and we thank you, Lord God, in Jesus name. Amen. 29 minutes and 53 seconds. Girl, we made it. Um, I don't know if y'all heard my uh, stomach growling, but uh, I love y'all. I will see you next video. And until then, we got this girl. Bye.